Hello and welcome to The Poetry of Science, a podcast which provides insight into new scientific research via the medium of poetry. I'm your host, Dr. Sam Illingworth, and each week I'll be introducing you to some of the latest scientific findings and sharing a selection of science-themed poetry. This episode explores new research which has investigated the sounds made by marine mammals in a changing Arctic environment. At the top of the world, we slowly cast our sonic nets beneath the waves in search of the secrets that these soundscapes suppress. Spectrograms oscillate with aquatic effervescence, mimicking every muffled sigh that reverberates beneath pristine crystal waters. Dancing across the pixels, a medley of melodies slowly reveal their secrets. Rhythmic trills concoct a family of bearded seals as the gruff exchanges of two sparring walruses are exposed by a clanging of bells. The lethargic whistle of a distant beluga slowly creeps across the display before it erupts into colour, a jubilant riposte to the bowhead's adept sonata. Organic patterns coalesce to form an acoustic map of its inhabitants, making visible the consequences of our own cacophony. This poem is inspired by research published in Marine Mammal Science, which has investigated the seasonal variation of the sounds made by Arctic marine mammals. Declines in Arctic sea ice cover are influencing the distribution of protected marine mammals, many of which are important for local indigenous peoples. In this new study, researchers focused on listening to the acoustic sounds made by five species of Arctic marine mammals, bowhead whales, beluga whales, walruses, bearded seals, and ribbon seals. The ability to detect species vocalizations relies on the species being vocally active in the area of interest. Detection is also influenced by the distance between vocalizing animals and acoustic recorders, the frequency and amplitude of the vocalizations, vocal behavior and ambient noise levels. Given these considerations, species presence and patterns of habitat use can be evaluated by long-term monitoring via autonomous acoustic recorders. This non-invasive passive acoustic monitoring, or PAM, is an ideal method to better understand the movements and distribution of these species without impacting on them or their environment. With the support of local indigenous hunters and fishermen, the scientists deployed acoustic recorders in three locations in the North Bering Sea, a marginal sea of the Pacific Ocean which connects to the Arctic Ocean via the Bering Strait. In this study, PAM was conducted over this region for a time spanning four years, from the 2nd of September 2012 to the 1st of July 2016, to examine the seasonal presence of vocalising bowhead whales, belugas, Pacific walruses, bearded seals and ribbon seals, with the recorders logging more than 33,000 individual recordings from these five species of marine mammals. All sound recordings were manually inspected by visualising spectrograms, with the spectrograms analysed by experienced analysts to identify vocalisations from target species, which included species-typical vocalisations such as bowhead whale song, beluga whistles and pulse noisy calls, a series of knocks and bells calls typically produced by walruses, trill sounds produced by bearded seals, and the intense prolonged downward sweeping sounds of ribbon seals. 
The data showed consistent seasonal distribution and movement patterns for most species, highlighting that time of year was the most statistically significant factor in the detection of marine mammal vocalisation. This study provided a continuously monitored quantitative basis to describe the seasonal and interannual presence and behavioural patterns of bowhead and beluga whales, walruses and bearded and ribbon seals within biologically and culturally important locations in the northern Bering Sea. Furthermore, these results constitute an important baseline of information in the context of a rapidly transforming Arctic ecosystem and alongside continued monitoring, they will help to identify trends caused by long-term changes in environmental conditions and human-related activities. Now that you've heard the science, let me read the poem to you again. At the top of the world, we slowly cast our sonic nets beneath the waves in search of the secrets that these soundscapes suppress. Spectrograms oscillate with aquatic effervescence, mimicking every muffled sigh that reverberates beneath pristine crystal waters. Dancing across the pixels, a medley of melodies slowly reveal their secrets. Rhythmic trills concoct a family of bearded seals as the gruff exchanges of two sparring walruses are exposed by a clanging of bells. The lethargic whistle of a distant beluga slowly creeps across the display before it erupts into colour, a jubilant riposte to the bowhead's adept sonata. Oceanic patterns coalesce to form an acoustic map of its inhabitants, making visible the consequences of our own cacophony. section of the podcast I like to share a poem written by another poet on a topic related to the science that has been discussed so far. In this episode I'll be reading Seals at High Island by Richard Murphy. Richard Murphy was an Anglo-Irish poet who was born in the west of Ireland in 1927 spending part of his childhood in what is now Sri Lanka. He studied at Wellington College in England but rejected it and his family's military tradition in favour of poetry studying English and literature at Magdalen College, Oxford, under C.S. Lewis. He later started a fishing and tourism business in the fishing village of Cleggan in County Galway, Ireland, and in 1969 he purchased High Island, where he could work in solitude. His many collections of poetry include The Arcology of Love, published in 1955, The Price of Stone, published in 1985, and The Mirror Wall, published in 1989. He died in 2018 at the age of 90 at his home in Sri Lanka. Seals at High Island by Richard Murphy The calamity of seals begins with jaws, born in caverns that reverberate with endless malice of the sea's tongue, clacking on shingle they learn to bark back in fear and sadness and celebration. The ocean's mouth opens 40 feet wide and closes on a morsel of their rock. Swayed by the thrust and backfall of the tide, a dappled grey bull and a brindled cow copulate in the green water of a cove. I watch from a cliff top, trying not to move. Sometimes they sink and merge into black shoals, then rise for air, his muzzle on her neck, their winged feet intertwined as a fishtail. 
She opens her fierce mouth like a scarlet flower full of white seeds. She holds it open long at the sunburst in the music of their loving and cries a little. But I must remember how far their feelings are from mine marooned. If there are tears at this holy ceremony, there's a course by brine and mine by breeze. When the great bull withdraws his rod, it glows like a carnelian candle set in jade. The cow ripples ashore to feed her calf, while an old rival, eyeing the deed with hate, swims to attack the tired, triumphant god. They rear their heads above the boiling surf, their terrible jaws open, jetting blood. At nightfall they haul out and mourn the drowned, playing to the sea sadly their last quartet an improvised requiem that ravishes reason while ripping scale up like a net brings pity trembling down the rocky spine of headlands till the bitter ocean's tongue swells in their cove and smothers their sweet song for listening to the poetry of science if you want to find out more about the scientific study featured in this episode or read any of the poems in full then please visit the show notes at scipoetry.podbean.com that's scipoetry.podbean.com where you can also find out how to get in touch with any questions or comments you might have thanks for listening mm-hmm.